You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. To France we go with Newstalk ZB's Elliot Smith, who was watching the Wallabies get taken apart by a very accomplished Welsh side who just gave them a lesson in how to play rugby. A rugby union, really, didn't they? Uh, evening, Elliot. G'day, Kerry. Uh, what a performance from Wales and uh, on the other side of the corner. What a dismal performance from the Wallabies. Oh, I look, I went to an event just before the Rugby World mm-hmm. Cup began and Nick Farr-Jones was there and David Kirk. And Nick Farr-Jones has said the Wallabies had to put in a good performance because rugby is dying in Australia. Yeah, it is. And uh, I think that needs to be underlined um, that this is not good for... Uh, rugby in this part of the world or New Zealand and Australia, given Super Rugby so reliant mm. on um, those Australian teams, how often we play Australia, how much of um, you know the money goes across the, the two sides of the Tasman in terms of rugby. It's not good for New Zealand, I, I don't think as a flow-on effect, but in terms of Australia, that market is uh, absolutely saturated with ASL, with NRL, yeah. cricket's now a 12-month sport. Um, the Australian uh, footballers like the Matildas um, you know, making waves as well. They simply don't have a footprint anymore. And this is the last thing that rugby in Australia need uh, to be absolutely, um, you know, thrashed by Wales virtually out of the quarterfinals, barring some sort of uh, absolute miracle. And um, what would that it's, miracle it's a, it's a really be? Dark day for rugby in Australia. What would that what miracle would that be? Really? What would that miracle be? Because as I well, understand it, they are out, aren't they? Well, virtually, yeah, they look, you know, they need um, basically Fiji to lose to Portugal and Georgia is my understanding right. quite heavily. Now, that won't happen. So no. it's basically, they've got one game left against Portugal, Australia next week. Fiji has two. They'd need, um, by my calculations, at least just on the back of a, a napkin at the, um, <laughs> at the bar watching it, that they'd need some sort of miracle. But for all intents and purposes, they are out of this Rugby World Cup. Dark day for Australian rugby. And it's really hard to see how they come back from here, but also how someone like Eddie Jones comes back from Oh, he here. can't. Um, well, he's hired at the start of the year. On a five-year contract, he's won uh, one game against the top-tier nation and has been completely obliterated um, by Wales now, out of the World Cup. And you've also got um, him apparently on Zoom calls interviewing for the Japan job. I think his job simply has to be completely untenable. Absolutely. Couldn't happen to a better bloke too. But the other thing, it's hard to see how good Wales was given how woeful the Wallabies were. But you know, some of the... Some of the set pieces looked amazing, um, and they they covered the gamut of rugby that's going to be required to win a a, a rugby world cup. You know, they, their was, set pieces were. Well, you talk. You're the expert. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, you're, you're right. It was it was smart rugby from Wales. Yeah. They bulldozed them at set piece time. They had a few nice um, trick plays in the back line that got their players into the right position. Their kicking was pretty expert as well, uh, both goal kicking and in and, and, and the field as well. And they actually lost their first choice playmaker. In the opening minutes, Dan Bigger and had a call on um, Gareth Anscombe, formerly of uh, the Blues and Chiefs, to come in and, and help them out off, off the bench. And he steered the team around, kicked his goals, was, was superb around the park. But I don't think Wales had to rise to any great heights. I don't think yeah. to knock down the Wales performance. Australia was simply that bad. Wherever you turned, they were making mistakes discipline-wise, yeah. knock-ons, whatever it was. Uh, hard to think of a worse, worse Wallabies team than uh, what was on show tonight. Warren Gatlin had a gorgeous smile on his face at the end. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be a very happy man, top seed into the quarterfinals for Wales, and that'll probably mean they face someone like Argentina or Japan, and all of a sudden, Warren Gatlin, you know, you'd think they'd win that game. You know, they're not far away from the, the semifinals. It's been, you know, the tale of two 
rebuilds. Uh, Wales, you know, under Warren Gatland, uh, are kicking a few goals in Australia. Um, don't seem to know uh, what they're doing and, uh, you know, and, and possibly the worst shape they've ever been. Yeah, they're looking pretty tearful, aren't they? Elliot, thank you so much for the analysis. Elliot Smith, News Talk ZB's Voice of Rugby there, live in France. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.